This is America, land of the free and home of the brave. A country that was only made great because it was built on the backs of slaves. This is America, where you get denied your unalienable rights, especially if you're a descendant of a minority or anything that isn't, you know, straight, male, white. In this America, you're stripped of your identity and everything that makes you unique. A country that'll tell you to shut up just because you know this was wrong to speak. This is America, a country where being of a certain color is a crime, where you can get killed by the police for doing nothing. They'll still never serve any time. Our descendants include a long line of success, starting before Mansa Musa and going past Dr. King. So fuck the history you being taught in school, because you're really not being taught everything. James Baldwin said, I am not your Negro, and told the white man that we're tired of his shit. Years later, this sentiment echoes true now, as we continue to fight and refuse to submit. So for the descendants of racists whom I've offended, which truly, I don't give a fuck, good luck stopping the descendants of activists and leaders, especially those of us raised on up if you buck. Raphael de la Ghetto, Descendants. Yes, sir. I think I just started a podcast. <laughs> Welcome to the Children of Immigrants Podcast. I am the man with the plan that's going to always give you 100 grand. K Dot, aka Deuce with the Juice, aka Rafael de la Ghetto. If you up on your fresh prints and you understand where that reference comes from, yes, we are here on the maiden voyage. F-O-T-B, fresh off the boat, ladies and gentlemen. A little bit of background about who I am. My name is Kadot, for those of y'all that don't really know me, that don't follow me on the gram, at the Nigerian dot therapist. I am, yes, a therapist. More importantly, I am someone who is of Nigerian descent. I am the son of 
Nigerian immigrants, first generation born here in America, me and all my siblings. And I decided to start a podcast to kind of tell my story, tell the experiences of, of what I've seen it means to be black here in America. Not just my experiences, but that of my friends, that of the people closest to me, that of people that I know, people whose opinions I value and trust, and just generally want to hear how they think about shit. So that's, that's the whole that's the whole thesis of this podcast, man. Uh, 2020, man. Shit, first and foremost, Happy New Year. We in 2021 now. We, we, we done made it. We survived whatever the fuck 2020 was, because that shit, nigga. Something so different, something so out of left field. Everybody thought 2020 was going to be the year. It was the start of a new decade. Man, when that shit came with COVID, out of fucking nowhere, left hook to everybody, man. Told us to sit our asses down. I think part of that is because of Hot Girl Summer from 2019, but, you know, that's neither here nor there. Um, <laughs> you know, business out here sucking cucumbers and doing all kinds of other explicit acts with cucumbers, but, hey. I ain't the one to judge y'all. That ain't, that ain't my place in life. Uh, but shit, man, 2020. I don't know how 2020 was for y'all, but 2020 was probably one of my worst years ever. I, I, I shit you not, and this is about me. This is me being probably as vulnerable, as open as I can be, because it's a podcast, and you know, I, I had this the space for me to do those kind of things. But 2020 was a total shit show, man. Literally almost every single month of the year or damn near every other month of the year, I didn't have somebody in the family close die. Like that shit, that's just wild, bro. Uh, New Year's Day, January 1st, 2020, started off with two deaths in the family. Fast forward to about March, April, when COVID first hit and we was first on lockdown and shit. I had an aunt and uncle that died of COVID. Left behind a three-month-old baby, some shit like that. Oh, I, I, to this day, I still don't know the stats of that baby. Whether or not the baby caught COVID or whatever the case is, but both parents died. Fast forward to July, Independence Day weekend, man. That's when the big one happened. My my grandma finally she finally lost a battle with cancer, man. She uh, she put up a good fight for the past two or three years while she had cancer, and it was. I, me personally, I'm glad that she was able to peacefully go in her sleep and, you know, her suffering was able to come to an end. But that shit right there, whew, and everything that surrounded that death for me personally, that, that kind of started a dark spiral for me. I was in a very bad place. I was in a very dark place. I didn't know what was on the other end of 2020 for me. I didn't know where I was going to be. I didn't know what I was going to do. If I'm keeping it a hype. I didn't know if I was going to make it all the way through 2020. I, I was, it was that dark for me. Um, so, needless to say, I had to do some external shit just to refigure out my life, refigure out what's important to me, refigure out who the hell I am. And that involved me going to therapy. Yeah, <laughs> I went and got therapy. A therapist had a therapist. That's, that's, it is what it is, you know? People, people will always say the cliche that therapists are quote-unquote expected to know how to handle their own shit or quote-unquote expected to know how to maneuver through life or have the skills to maneuver through life better than the average person would. And I'm here to tell you that that shit is not true at all. (laughs) 
you need help just like y'all do, man. We go through shit just like y'all do. My clients are surprised every time I say that, but it's real. You know, a therapist needs a therapist every now and then. Nobody can go through life on their own thinking they got all the shit figured out, especially when it comes to the shit as heavy as death, grief, loss, things like that, you know? So it was a long time coming for me. As even before 2020, I've had very significant people in my life since the age of like six or some shit that have died. So it's been a lot of shit that I haven't processed and a lot of shit that I just compartmentalized and probably a lot of shit that has to do with the way I am now, why I don't really open up and talk like that. But hey, whatever. We here now. Um, so in that space, I decided to start a podcast, man. Uh, one of the things that I recommend all my clients to do, something that my therapist even recommended for me to do is, you know, journal. Journal Journaling is one of the best ways to get out of your head. You know, put some pen to paper, figure out some thoughts, process some shit, see how you're feeling for yourself and not just constantly carry it with you, you know. It's a way to get that weight off of you and people could do all different things with that journal. You know, you can write it up. You can write it down and burn it up afterwards so you never see it again. So it's the metaphorical, physical release of that shit. Uh, you can just tear it to shreds. You can do whatever the fuck you want to do. And I also say that journals, as I'm learning now, don't necessarily have to be things you write down either. They can be whatever the fuck you want it to be. Video journals. It could be a paper journal. In my case now, a podcast. This, this here is my journal. This here is me opening up. This here is me processing all the different shit in my head when I'm doing it by myself or I'm doing it with my friends and the people that I trust, you know? It's, it's me putting shit out there so I don't just keep all this stuff bottled in anymore. Beyond all that, the podcast is something that I've always wanted to do since about 2019, some shit. I just never really figured out how to do it, never really figured out how I was gonna go about it, what it would look like, what I would need, et cetera, and whatnot, but you know, at some point, you got to learn how to stop making excuses. <laughs> that's, that's what it come down to, man. If, if, if Greek life has taught me anything, yes, for those that don't know, I am a Sigma. But if Greek life has taught me one thing, it's that excuses are tools of the competent, used to build monuments of nothingness. Those who dwell in themselves succeed. I say all that to say that if you want something bad enough, you're not going to make an excuse to, to why you can't do it. You're just going to figure out how to do it. You just won't do it. So here I am. I'm, I'm getting this shit off the ground. I put some shit out there. You know, we're going to see how it go. But hey, I'm finally doing it. I'm finally accomplishing one of the goals I hadn't been sitting on for all of 2020. So I'm, I'm proud of myself. Nobody else is. That's what it really comes down to. Shit, man. Uh, I picked the name, The Children. Well, first off, this podcast was originally going to be called Son of an Immigrant. Um, but I changed it from that just because I personally didn't want it to be only about me, just about me. I didn't want it to be only my stories and whatnot. Because after a while, that should get boring. And I personally don't even like the sound of my own voice like that. <laughs> I'm sure there's some of y'all that don't like it like that either, too. Whatever. I'm doing y'all favors because I'm doing myself a favor. So I wanted to be more inclusive from that point. Um, fast forward, it was going to be called The Children of Wakanda. But that, come on, that's too on the nose. And... No disrespect to Black Panther, and I love that movie, but it, it's too on the nose. So, I 
went with children of immigrants because here, here the truth of the matter is we are all descendants and children of immigrants. We all come from immigrants, especially if you are here in America and you are not of Native American descent. What? And that's, that's just the real right there. I, first people on this earth, man, first people God ever created, first people God ever gave breath to were, as we all know, Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve spent most of their life in the Garden of Eden. History has shown us that the Garden of Eden is where? In Africa. So that would mean first people were from Africa, which means everybody on the face of this earth are descendants of Africans. What? Then you want to get even more into it. You bring along Father Abraham. Father Abraham, we all know the song from Sunday school. We all know the song from Sabbath school. Father Abraham had many sons. Many sons had Father Abraham. Yeah, that shit. <laughs> Father Abraham did his thing. He sold his wild oats. And he has as many kids as there are stars in the sky, as many kids as there are grains of sand on the beach. You know? When Pangea split up and the world split up, Abraham's kids went to the various corners of the earth. And based on where you were, that determined, you know, your whole genotype, your phenotype, whether you came out black, white, Asian, Indian, some other shit. <laughs> That's really what it breaks down to, man. Okay! And I'm going to caveat all this by saying, this is my opinion and shit. This is how I break down history. This is how I break down the Bible. This is how I break down the information that I've been taught, that I've been possibly lied to. I don't know. But, hey, this is my opinion. Don't come for me. Don't send for me. I ain't send for you. It is what it is. <laughs> Try Jesus. Not me, cause I throw hands. Try Jesus, please don't try me, because I'm fine. So I need that reminder, you know. <laughs> oh, and uh, shout out to uh, Big Willie out in Philly. You know, my cousin. He reminds me a lot of Toby Uigwe. However the fuck you say his name. I think I butchered that, but whatever. Toby's my African brother. He forgive me. But, Will, you remind me a lot of Toby. Y'all got the same mannerisms. Y'all got the same mindset, same attitude. Y'all sound alike. Y'all both country as fuck. I got locks, y'all big as shit. <laughs> y'all, y'all, you favor him, bro. And I got to get you on an episode of this podcast, man. Whenever you back in Chicago or whenever I'm out in Philly, man, I got to get you on an episode. But salute to you, cuz of. <laughs> uh, 
But yeah, man. So that's why I decided to name this show "The Children of Immigrants." It it, it resonates more to me. It hits more home for me. Um, basic. I don't, I really don't know what to expect about podcasts. I really don't know what to expect about this show. What it's gonna look like? What it's gonna break down to? What it's gonna turn into? I, you know, this this is much of a mystery and as much of a journey it is for me as it is for y'all. <laughs> we gonna figure this out together. We gonna we gonna make something happen. No shit. Uh, what I do know off the bat that I ain't gonna I ain't gonna be doing it every week, you know, just because of timing, just because of things going on in my own life. But I'm gonna do my best to make it consistently every other week that I drop an episode. That way I have time to record episodes. I got another week to edit that episode, put some final touches on things, mix and master it, and put it out to y'all. So. We're gonna go every two weeks, man. Every 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 other week we're gonna put an episode out there. And if things change, then hey, I'll be more consistent with it. And I'll probably get something every week. But until such point, we're gonna stick with every other week for now. Uh I don't have no real goals. <laughs> I don't have no real expectations about this, man. This, this isn't really this isn't really about, you know, getting a cult following or getting listeners or getting a fan base or whatever. Don't get me wrong, if those things happen, hey, I'm a happy cancer, a happy camper. It's, it's, gravy, it's all gravy on the cake for me at that point. Uh, but I, I just want to get my thoughts out there. I just want to put an episode out here and there. I'm, I'm happy enough that I'm getting it off the ground at least. So the only real goal I say I really want for this podcast is that at some point I do want to record an episode in a different place, in a different city, different state, different environment, wherever. Um, the vast majority of these episodes are going to come from the 2B Studios. <laughs> I say 2B Studios because that's that's my apartment. I'm right here in the living room kicking it with y'all, you know. <laughs> uh, but when I'm not in the 2B Studios, that's definitely one of my goals. Put something out there that was recorded in a different space, in a different environment, in a different city. That, that for sure, I know I want for this podcast. Everything else on top of that, icing on the cake. I'll be happy enough um as far as the rest of 2021 looks man i know we just out here in uh january and we we coming on the tail end of all the nightmare that was 2020 but for sure i know 2021 at least i'm hoping 2021 will not be nearly as bad as 2020 for all of us Personal goals I want to set for myself. You know, I definitely want to read more. I want to get back into my books. I want to get back into that headspace. Learn some shit. Do some research on my own. Question some of the shit I've been taught in school, you know. Figure out for myself what the real is, what the real information is, what the real answers are out there. That's that's how I'm coming. Uh, Get back. I'm already in the gym, but definitely get back to that healthier lifestyle I once had when I was in college. Uh, me in this apartment has definitely helped me to getting back to that slowly. You know, I'm back to cooking my own meals, back to working out more often, back to getting back in shape and whatnot. So I definitely got some fitness goals I want to accomplish. I got fitness experts that will come on later episodes at some point. To, you know, I pick their brains on tips and topics, not just for me, but for y'all too that have those same goals. I'm uh, looking for a new job. That, that, that much is for sure. Definitely. At some point, you realize how much companies just treat you as a number and not a 
person. And if you don't start looking out for yourself and doing things for yourself, then they just gonna keep running with the fact that you're a number until you know you run yourself ragged. At that point, they're not gonna care that you ran ragged. They're just gonna find the next number to replace you. So you gotta look out for yourself. So that's where I'm at right now. I'm definitely out there looking for new jobs, new opportunities, advance myself in this career field, figure out how good of a therapist I really can be. That's where I'm at. So if anybody's hiring, you know, <laughs> hit me up on Instagram. We can we can talk business. <laughs> Shit. Uh, but yeah, that's about my goals for the most part for 2021. At least right now, things will come to me as rest of January unfolds, but that, 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 that's the headspace I'm in right now. And some of these I've already started on in December and November of 2020, because that, that's the tidbit, that's the trick I learned about New Year's resolutions and goals. You don't wait until the New Year to start them. You start them a month or two before the New Year. That way, by the time the New Year hits, you know, it's already, it's a habit at that point. They, they say it takes 30 days to form a new habit or break an old habit. So at that point, if you get a head start, you're cheating the game, you're stacking the deck in your favor. So you got a better chance to succeed. So those little tips and tricks I got for y'all right there, you know. (laughs) The Children of Immigrants Podcast. We'll be back after these messages. Real quick. Since we talking about this whole Africa concept and what it means to be black, I asked this question back in 2020, at least by the time y'all hear this, it'll be 2021, but when I asked it, it was like technically today, you know, the mystery and magic of radio, but <laughs> I asked this question, um, since it's now cool to be from Africa or of African descent instead of the childhood I knew of being made fun of for being African because you're different and misunderstood. Now everybody wants to be from there for all the people that appropriate and or appreciate African culture. This is what I pose on the gram. Uh, if you had to pick one of the fictional African countries to be from, which one would you pick? And I say that because the two most influential or groundbreaking, movement-making movies of Africa that will put Africa in a positive light of my generation, hands down, were Coming to America, starring Eddie Murphy, and Black Panther, starting the late, great Chadwick Boseman, rest in peace. So I ask, you know, if you had your choice, where would you be from, Zamunda or Wakanda? And I gotta say, I was a little surprised, <laughs> a little bit surprised about the results. Not not the fact that most people picked Wakanda, because I mean that that kind of is self-explanatory why people picked Wakanda. Um, but the fact that most real Africans or people of African descent, direct African descent, they actually picked Zamunda. I found that a little eye-opening for me. Um I think the reason why most Africans pick Zamunda is because they're going off the, the teachings and the history and the things that their parents taught them when they first came to this country as immigrants and whatnot, while they were raised, you know, go out, be successful, go out and find a job that will pay for you, pay for the family, give you six feet guys, all that other BS, you know. So they're used to the concept of royalty. They're used to the concept of 
having vast amounts of disposable income for no reason. And more importantly, not having to work for the shit, not having to fight for the shit. It just, it's just given to you, you know? This is what you're born into, that's your life. That's kind of what the whole message of coming to America was, at least for the first 95% of the movie, <laughs> essentially. You, you got money for no reason. You got people that are wiping your ass and kissing your ass, throwing rose petals at your feet. You got motherfuckers who are just there to aim to please in regards of what, how you feel about it. They, they just won't go with what the king says. Because the king's word is law. And, and that's a load of, you know. And then, and then they, they preach the whole, or at least the old world thinking of African, which I think most African parents have, is the notion that they try and pass on to their kids that, hey, you are not these people that you see here. You're not them. You are better than them. You're different. You know, we we are we are royalty. We are greatness. They look up to us. They serve us. They are not on our level type shit. And that's essentially how the king felt about his son dating the American girl. So I, I it, it makes sense to me that most legitimate Africans. Zamunda. But I, I, me personally, I favor Wakanda more just because Wakanda comes from the lens of it being more inclusive. It's more representative of what I think Africa is. It's not just a monolithic of what Africa is depicted to be. Everybody coming from money, everybody has a rich uncle or their father was a king. You know the lie most of us tell you guys as kids to impress you. We do it. It's a lie. No, most of us don't come from royalty, but that's what you do in movies. So we use it to our benefit. <laughs> this is what it is. There it is. I broke the myth. <laughs> um, but yeah, Wakanda is more inclusive. Wakanda is more representative of what Africa should be, what Africa hopes to be if the world would start pouring more into Africa versus taking out Africa. You know, King T'Challa, he, uh, he knew deep down that all of us were collective, that all of us came from the same continent, all of us were the same people, you know. He he didn't open up the borders until he was able to put together the fact that we are the same, that this is home for everybody. He, he, he was tight out of fear because he didn't want people to come in and take the resources out of Africa and not leave anything back in Africa, not put anything back into it, as we see in the real world today, you know. Strippers of all our resources, strippers of all our oil and minerals and shit. Africa is essentially a, all, most of Africa is essentially a functioning third world, third world countries, more or less, you know. But if people put in the shit into Africa, people put the vibranium back into Africa, you know, we'd basically be the leading world power, like Wakanda was. <laughs> Real shit. Nasty. But Wakanda, man. It's 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 more it's more representative of the culture to me. That's why a lot more people. That's why I don't know what it was like when coming to America originally came out. I wasn't born at that point. Came out like a couple years before I was born. As far as Wakanda goes, there was, there was such a mass movement of return home. Everybody wanted to learn more about their ancestry. Ancestry. People wanted to learn more about the culture. He wanted dressing the clothes, wear the food, eat the food, plan trips back to Ghana, back to Nigeria, back to different places in Africa. Those countries started opening up their borders in ways that they've never opened it up before. Just because of, you know, the, the 
cultural and global impact that that movie had. So, hey, Wakanda forever, shit. <laughs> Real shit, man. That, that's my take on that whole Wakanda versus Moon debate, though. It's my first episode. <laughs> I, I, I've shot a pot. I've done, I've done it, man. I've started a podcast. And, and we don't see how this goes. This, this, like I said, it's a journey for me. It's an interesting journey for me. I'm looking forward to the different conversations I'm going to have, the different people I'm going to have in here, different opinions we're going to have, different clashes. You know? It's all about conversation at this point. It's just getting to know, getting to understand the next man so we can all better learn each other, better learn how to get to each other. Better learn how to stop blaming each other for shit. Cause when you point a finger at somebody else, you got three more pointing back at you. So at some point you gotta take ownership of your own BS. You don't learn how to take ownership of your own BS if you're not learning how to put yourself in other people's shoes. And you don't learn how to put yourself in other people's shoes, you're not having conversations with other people. Simple as that. Man, that's my time for the day. I, 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 I'm, I'm looking forward <laughs> to seeing what this show's gonna be like. Uh, follow the podcast on the gram, COI underscore podcast. Again, that is at COI underscore podcast. Stay up to date with all the episodes, stay up to date with all the releases, stay up to date with any different news I have for you on the podcast. If you wanna get at me personally on the gram, it's at the Nigerian.therapist. Again, that's at the Nigerian.therapist. Y'all follow me, y'all follow the page, y'all stay tuned for all the different shit that's coming in 2021. We'll see how this roller coaster ride goes. <laughs> Until next time, man, I am K Dot, and this is the Children Immigrants Podcast. Peace.